I'm so excited that you decided to join me on the Empowered Moments broadcast. We're going to have a great time. You may be driving to work. You may be taking care of kids, or you might be in your office and you just need to take a break. This is motivation for you to create the future you want instead of tolerating the future that you get. Let's get started. Welcome, everybody. Paul Wondercheck here on Empowered Moments, and we, believe it or not, are on episode six. Can you believe we're on episode six? How did you guys like episode five? We talked about the spirit of excellence. It was absolute fire. And today, we want to talk about my brand new book I'm writing, You Are Not What You're Going Through. Society puts labels on us based upon what we've been through. If you've been through a divorce, you're a divorcee. They, society always judges you by your worst moments. But you got to realize something. You need some people in your life that judge you by your best moments. You need people in your life that judge you by your victories, your, your, your triumphs, not your tragedies. So I want to talk about today is how to deal with disappointment, turning disappointments into due season. To be disappointed, if you break the word up, disappointed, to remove your appointment, to remove your set time. When you're disappointment, you're messing with your future. Disappointment messes with the equation for your future. Disappointment locks you into your current season. It's impossible to create the future that you want by being disappointed with others because you've given your power to the wrong people. you got to take your power back. Whoever makes you most angry or disappointed, you've given the most power to. You're not where you are in your life because of what somebody did to you. You're not where you are in your life because of what somebody else said about you. Until you can say these words, I am where I am because of my thoughts, my words, and my decisions. Those three things. That means you take responsibility for where you are. A victim mindset can never create success. So when we become disappointed, we lock ourselves into what they did to us. We lock ourselves into disappointment or undoing a due season or uh, removing your appointed time. You're disappointing yourself from your future. God's appointed you. God's put his hand on you. Success is chasing after you. This is the way you have to think. You are not what you're going through. You might be in it, but you're not of it. You're above it. A famous Bible verse says you're not in the world. You're, you're in the world, but not of the world. Jesus says to the Father, he said, let them know they're in this world like me, but they're not of it. You can be in something and not be of something. You can be in the world, but of the kingdom, in the flesh, but of the spirit, in the storm, but of the peace, in the lack, but of the abundance. You can be in the struggle, but of the strength. You're not a part. You're not of the essence of what you're in. Don't allow your environment to define you. You define your environment. Don't allow your atmosphere to change you. You change your atmosphere. That's the power of the way that you think. That's why I write books. This is a sister book to my book in the crucible of crisis. Uh, It's a powerful book uh, about those in a season of crisis and how to navigate through it. We're all going to go through things. You're not what you're going through. If you think you are what you're going through, you'll never be able to navigate through it. You're destined to stay in it because you've identified with it. I don't identify with my struggle. I identify with my strength. 
I identify it's only a through place, it's not a two place. If it doesn't look like the picture in your mind of your future, then it's not a two place, it's a through place. You're just passing through this season. Man, let me talk a little bit about this. In chapter one, it says, have you ever been through a season of disappointment? You may be feeling like that right now. Disappointment is the feeling you get when you cannot see anything good in your life. Isn't that powerful? Disappointment is the feeling you get when you cannot see anything good in your life. Disappointment is the feeling that you get when you're doing what you're doing is making no difference. When you feel like what you're doing is making no difference. All of us go through disappointment in our lives at some point, and it's much more serious than you think. Disappointment is simply when you choose to focus on the wrong thing. Disappointment is when you choose to focus on what went wrong instead of what went right. Anybody who's played the game of golf knows you have to be real positive. You can hit a great drive, and I said at the last podcast, and your approach shot be terrible. Why? You've got to focus on what you did right. You can hit every shot great and then putt terrible. But listen, we drive for show, we putt for dough. Uh, you know, you can hit the ball as pretty as you want off the tee, but if you can't putt, you ain't making no money as a golfer. You need to go try something else. Don't quit your day job. Disappointment is when your dominant thought of, of failure or loss has become your whole world. Focus decides your feelings. My mentor used to tell me when I was going through difficult times, he would say, son, change your focus. Disappointment is choosing to wallow in the negative and failing to extract the positive from your experience because that negative experience wants to be more than an experience. It wants to become your lifestyle. It wants to label you. To be disappointed is often to miss your appointment with God. Break the word disappointment up. We said this. You have dis and appointment. The prefix dis means to undo. The appointment means a set time. When you allow disappointment to fester, you're in danger of undoing your set time of favor. One thing is for sure, disappointment always precedes discovery. Allow your disappointment to push you into making new discoveries in your life. You know in every action movie... When you're looking for the treasure, the, 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 the cast is looking for the treasure, everyone's disappointed, they couldn't find it, and discouraged that they've not been able to find it, and they all of a sudden want to quit. You ever been there in your life, you didn't find what you were looking for, so now you want to quit? Then, before you know it, somebody leans on a lever that opens a door and reveals a treasure. Disappointment is proof that your breakthrough is closer than you think. Here are seven things that can cause disappointment. I love this. Rejection can cause disappointment. Lack of results can cause disappointment. Misplaced expectations can cause disappointment. Criticism can cause disappointment. Even burnout can cause disappointment. Number six, loss can create disappointment. And number seven, broken relationship can cause disappointment and probably is one of the major reasons for it. These things often result in us becoming either disappointed in others or in ourselves. Rejection creates disappointment. We often ask, what is wrong with me? Why don't they like me? Rejection makes you feel that you're not good enough for anyone. Rejection is simply someone's inability to see your worth and value. Rejection is proof that you're trying to fit into yourself into a world that you don't belong in. Rejection is the consequence for you trying to be accepted by the wrong people. Rejection is God preventing you from entering an environment that is below you. Rejection is a joy assassin because it will cause you to put your joy in someone else's hand. Your joy is not dependent upon whether or not someone else accepts you. Joy is the result of knowing you are enough. 
<laughs> Say that right now. Say, I am enough. To someone, you'll never be more than a drop. To some, you are an ocean. You might not be an ocean to everybody, but to somebody, to someone, you're an ocean. You just have to know that your joy is not in the changing tides of who accepts you or who rejects you. Rejected people are never satisfied because no matter how much love you give them, it will never feel like enough because the problem does not lie in other people but in themselves, rejection is real, and most of us have some form of it. It occurs when someone that you trusted did not accept us or accept you for who you are or treat you the way you should be treated. Rejection is caused by a wound that never healed. Rejected people have been abused by another and never learned to stand up for themselves. They never thought enough of themselves to stand up for themselves. Rejected people are waiting for someone to love them instead of loving themselves. A rejected person wonders if they're valuable enough to be loved when a strong person is looking for someone qualified to receive their love. I love that phrase. A rejected person thinks, I wonder if I'm valuable enough to be loved. A strong person thinks, I wonder if I'll find somebody who's qualified to receive my love. Rejected people try to find their value in external things instead of internal self-worth. Nothing outside of you will ever make you feel loved enough. That is why through Christ, God put his spirit inside of you. The love factory. God is living inside of you if you know Christ. Now you know you're accepted by God. You can't really be rejected by anybody. And if you are, it really doesn't matter. You have been accepted by God, the highest being in the universe. No celebrity, no dignitary, athlete, or leader has the status, weight, and credibility of God. In fact, when you realize that God has accepted you through Christ, man will often reject you as well. People reject what they do not understand. People who reject you fail to understand you. It's not their job to understand you. People reject people who are not like them. The rejection you went through is not your fault. It reveals nothing about you, but everything about the people who rejected you. Man, I don't know what you're going through right now, but if you've been rejected, shake that off. You just need to say this. One of my favorite phrases, you got to be smart to like me. If people don't like you, they're not smart enough to like you. They haven't discovered the gold in your life. Listen, episode six has been fire. I have thoroughly enjoyed this episode. I hope it has blessed your life like it has blessed my life. Share the broadcast. Let somebody know you got to check out the Empowered Moments podcast. It is so encouraging. It fills my mornings. I had somebody tell me I start my morning every day with the Empowerment or the Empowered Moments broadcast right in my car stereo right from my iPhone. You can get it on Spotify. You can get it on Apple on Apple iTunes. Sorry, that's my my Apple Watch going off right there. <laughs> Somebody's calling me. Uh, and many have been blessed. Become a partner today. I love all my Empowerment Zone partnership team members. And check our broadcast on Facebook, Periscope, and IGTV. Love you guys today. And we'll see you on Episode 7 of Empowered Moments. And if you happen to be on Amazon, pick up my brand new book, You Are Not What You're Going Through. And I will send you a free copy copy of In the Crucible of Crisis as a companion book as well. Y'all have a great day. We'll talk soon.